On today's Moment in Time, we'll be talking about an important woman in ancient Rome. In the middle decades of the last century BCE, Rome was in the midst of a power struggle between two strongmen competing for the legacy of Julius Caesar. One, Mark Antony, had served beside Caesar for many years and had acted as his lieutenant during Caesar's dictatorship. The other, Gaius Octavian, was Caesar's great-nephew, a young man who had not yet entered into politics when he found himself named Caesar's heir. One of the key players in this political scene was Livia Drusilla, a young woman of noble heritage. In 39 BCE, at a time when hostilities between Antony and Octavian had been suspended, Livia and Octavian meet. The sources tell us that he was immediately taken with her, despite the fact that she was already married and heavily pregnant. Whether she was equally attracted to him at the time, we cannot be sure. However, there was no doubt she saw an opportunity to improve her position. Octavian immediately divorced his wife and forced Livia's husband to do the same. They were married on the 17th of January in 38 BCE. Three months later, Livia gave birth to her ex-husband's son, then sent the baby boy to live with his father and elder brother, as tradition dictated, and in order to quiet rumors that the child was Octavian's. She and Octavian never had any children together. Over the next seven years, Livia stood beside her husband as he warred with Antony, who was now allied with Cleopatra, until the latter pair was defeated at the Battle of Actium, leaving Octavian as the sole ruler of Rome. After Antony's defeat, Octavian was granted a number of titles, including the honorific name by which he is better known, Augustus. Throughout the nearly 50 years he would rule Rome, Livia acted as an unofficial advisor to her husband. Livia was now in a very powerful, though unprecedented and unrecognized position, the Empress of Rome. As Rome had no precedent for politically powerful women, Livia walked a fine line of maintaining the appearance of a dutiful wife and helpmeet, while also acting as a patroness in her own right for various projects and people within Rome's environs. Both of her sons served admirably as generals in Augustus's armies. The younger, Drusus, served in Germany and died there after a fall from his horse. Drusus was father to one of Augustus's successors, Claudius, and grandfather to another, Gaius Caligula. The elder son, Tiberius, also led soldiers in Germany until he was brought home to serve his stepfather's political ends. In the year 2 CE, after all of Augustus's previously chosen heirs had died, he adopted his stepson to be heir to his name and property. This also meant Tiberius was heir to Augustus's power in Rome, though that was never explicitly stated. When Augustus died in 14, Tiberius was granted all of the public powers that his stepfather had slowly accrued over the previous 44 years. Along with those powers came Livia's influence, which Augustus had happily received and Tiberius did his best to avoid. In spite of Tiberius's apparent wishes, his mother's name appears alongside his on many documents in the early years of his reign, and she continued to act as empress until her death in 29. At Livia's death, the Senate offered to give her unprecedented honors, all of which Tiberius refused, claiming she would not have wanted them. However, in the reign of her grandson Claudius, she was deified, in order that she could be honored in the imperial pantheon alongside her husband, the deified Augustus. I'm Christina de Klerk Zalagi, and this Moment in Time is a production of Delta College Broadcasting in collaboration with Delta's History Department. Thank you.